Welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letson-Reed, certified marketplace ministry expert, master builder, kingdompreneur. I coach high-performing Christian women leaders ages 40 and above, rising to coach in the worldwide marketplace unlocking the confidence inside you to overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence, and profit by faith. Using four key elements, self-care, spiritual, professional, business development to increase the confidence inside you while you clarify your mission, message, and mandate to boldly proclaim your faith in the worldwide marketplace. I know that you're going to enjoy Confident One Incubator podcast, and I thank you for joining. Make sure you share with your friends, and I thank you for this opportunity to share, connect, and grow with you. Good afternoon and welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letsom Reed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show today. Uh, it is an amazing opportunity once again for us to share, connect, grow, and build with you, the confident woman. So welcome to Confident Woman Incubator Podcast. I am your host, Coach Doreen Letsom Reed, marketplace ministry expert, master builder, kingdompreneur. I coach high-performing Christian women leaders ages 40 and above to coach in the worldwide marketplace, unlocking the confidence inside you to overcome fear, shatter misconceptions, increase confidence, and profit by faith. Using four key elements, self-care, spiritual, professional, and business development. And today we have another high-performing Christian woman here on our show. And at this moment, I want to welcome Coach, Nurse Coach Jean Williamson. Hello, how are you? Can you hear me? Hi, um, I'm Daisy Williamson. Uh, It is so wonderful to be here. Yes, I can hear you completely. Yes. All right. All right. I hope that everyone in the audience can hear us well. And of course, Coach Jean is here. Uh, she's already here supporting. Now, you, you know, Miss Daisy, you were a part of this amazing summit that just released a few weeks ago. It was the Woman, the Balanced Woman Health Summit, and you were one of the speakers for that summit. And Coach Nurse Coach Jean Turner is the actual visionary. So, you know, tell us about that experience. Tell us a little bit about yourself and welcome to Confident Woman Incubator. Thank you. Podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, right. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm telling you, I was overwhelmed. It was a wonderful, wonderful um, group of speakers. Learned so much. And I was able to share a little bit about my story and my struggle with migraines for over 30 years. 
And I did, you know, when we do something, you don't even realize what you're going through until you hear it spoken or you mm. see it written. And so it was, even though I've been through that all those years, it was another eye-opening experience for me. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. I, I survived this. But um, thank God I'm on the other side of it. But, you know, I was, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nurse. I work in a um, correctional facility. I'm married. I have two children and I have um, two grandchildren. I'm also a health coach and a nurse coach. So with all that together, you know, as women, I think um, trying to do the best we can is a learned experience because we see our mothers doing this and we feel we have to do everything because that's the way we were taught. But I came from a background with a divorced mother. She had four kids raising by herself and I was the oldest. So when you're the oldest, you do whatever has to be done to help your mother. And that's what it was. And just the stress. And I don't know, you know, I started having migraines in my early 20s. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they started. Don't know where they came from. They just came out of nowhere with no family history. But as the years went on, they got worse. They turned into chronic migraines, 15 more a month. I think they probably were more than 15 more a month, actually. But just trying, you know, praying and asking God to deliver me from these migraines after I thought I, I, I was going to take it in my own hands. I was going to do everything else I could. And then you're like, that was dumb. So I <laughs> stays it. Like, it was, that was dumb. that was dumb. That was dumb. I'm like, you know, we should see God first in everything. But you know, there are all this stuff out there. Well, try this. Try this. This will help. Um, I don't know how many doctors I went through. Countless doctors. Um, hypnosis. Oh God, that was scary. I went to a hypnotist. I work in a prison as a psychiatric nurse and I'm going in this woman's house and I kept thinking, is there somebody else in here that I can't see? You know, I'm, I'm scared to death. And then she says, close your eyes and she started snapping her fingers. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> so it didn't work. It didn't work because I could not relax enough because of just the paranoia of thinking somebody else, else is in there. I work in a prison. I'm not a normal person anymore. <laughs> But, you know, through it all, I was able to change my diet, you know, do a bunch of just take things out of my diet that were not healthy for me. And it took a lot of research, a lot of label reading, a lot of prayer, just, you know, just to be able to figure out after praying, God, please show me, help me figure out how to heal this myself, because everything I've done over all these years definitely ain't working. So that is what I did. I changed my diet and meditation and prayer and just taking care of me, doing that self-care part. So yeah, and I, man, I am so thankful. Every day I'm thankful. My family noticed a difference in me that I didn't even realize until my oldest daughter said something about it. Mom, you're back. I'm like, what do you mean I'm back? Well, yeah, every day I came, she, they're both grown. Every time I come up here, you're in bed. I'm like, oh, okay. So that, that was a normal occurrence in my life. And for me, it was normal. But now it's just, life is so different now because I can participate in things. 
You know, the relationships with my friends changed. I couldn't go anywhere, couldn't drive to go anywhere because, you know, hour, over an hour or so, I'm getting a migraine. Whether I, you know, had one in the beginning or not, but time I got there, I had one. And then I couldn't participate in anything. Mm. So, but thankful, very thankful, very thankful. But we learn, we have, some of us, everybody doesn't learn, but I knew that I was not going to do this the rest of my life because I couldn't. I was depressed. I was hopeless. I was helpless. And I just knew, you know, I remember crying out to God, I can't do this. Not one more day without your help. Because I didn't want to wake up the next morning with another migraine. And it was just, it was lonely. And I, it was just, it was just one of the loneliest parts of my times of my life. And I have a, you know, I have, a, I have a whole husband. I have a husband. <laughs> like I got up and cooked dinner when I had to, went back to bed. And I didn't realize how it was affecting his life and how it was affecting my marriage. Cause I was so consumed with these migraines. I just want an ice pack and I just want the pain to go away. So, yeah. And, and Daisy, are you saying that this, I want to make sure that the audience is very clear on your, your message today. You're saying that this migraine uh, mountain was evident in your life for 30 years. Is that yes. what you're saying? So yes. this is yes. 30 years, not three years. No, not. No. This is three decades. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Three decades that you literally had this this migraine condition that obviously you said started at 20 years mm -hmm. old, 20 yes. years old, but you never knew what triggered it. You just no. knew it. It started. And then over time, over the next uh, three decades, you were so severe, you were limited in function living it in interaction with your family, with your friends. And, you know, this is just an amazing story to me, because as I know, as you know, we were on Clubhouse talking about this. And I shared with you that I also had to uh, God had to deliver me from migraines. Mm -hmm. I had migraines for 10 years. And my thing was I was afraid that I would pass out because I was a single mother trying to work and at that time i was working in manufacturing 12 hours a shift so you would work 36 hours one week 48 hours the next and my and that was very very difficult for me because i would be afraid that i couldn't go to work afraid that i would pass out at work and if i didn't work then we was not going to eat it's just absolutely Absolutely. And so I went through that for 10 years until God used a woman of God to pray for me over the phone. Mm -hmm. And I was totally, totally, totally delivered. So I mm -hmm. can relate to that. And, you know, when we're talking about this level of in our lives where we were in an unbalanced place, because today our topic really is so fitting for this discussion. You know, we're talking about balanced or imbalanced that is the question really beginning to identify what's going on in our lives what are the root causes of it i know you mentioned mm -hmm. stress mm -hmm. so let's talk about that for a minute let's talk about this in this 30 year period you would agree that that was an imbalanced part mm -hmm. of your life correct absolutely absolutely i just had to learn um ways to deal with the stress 
like I said, I'm a I'm correctional nurse. I work inside of a prison every day, half of the last 28 years. So just that in itself is stressful. Going into it is stressful. I pray every day before I go to work because we don't ever know what we're going into when we go in there because we do house offenders that are doing life. We have offenders in there that are in for murder, for rape, any kind of thing you could think of, we do. And so I had to, you know, take a step back. I'm like, and pray, Lord, if this is for me, you're going to protect me from all this. You're going to protect me. But, you know, at the time I was, um, I had two young daughters, like I say, I'm married. And I, to the point where it was just everything in my life was stressful. So that's when I, I started looking at my diets because sometimes we can cause stress on ourselves and not even realize what we're doing, you know, with diet and lack of exercise the, you know, um, I talked about before the preservatives and stuff in our food. And um, so we have to be aware of our surroundings. And sometimes the people that we associate with can bring on. It's true. It's true. You, it's true. It's true. Can add, can, cause, you know, everybody. Um, so you have to, you know, decide and pick. Is this a group I'm going to be with? Even at, at work, we can't choose. We can't choose who we work right. with. Right, and right. We, it, and um, you have to be able to figure out how you're going to function in this environment. They're not changing. You can't change. You have to be able to go to work and you have to be able to do your job and do your eight hours. So, you know what? I, you know, I believe in meditation. I believe in walking meditation and I'm praying while I'm meditating. I believe in taking bathroom breaks just because I need to go pray. So, you know, yes. people think people think I'm running my bladder sometimes because I'm in the bathroom so much. But I'm like, I gotta, you know, Lord, I need to pray. <laughs> so. Right. Taking those five minute power sessions, those five mm -hmm. minute power sessions. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because, you know, here on Confident Woman Incubator podcast, we really focus on four key elements when it talks about increasing your self-care. A lot of times we think of the the complicated things, the the, mm -hmm. the very overreach things when it can just simply be five minutes using the uh, taking that a uh, bathroom break or making the bathroom your sanctuary, which is what I talk about in my book, Leaders Rising the Confident Woman 21 Day Journal, where I teach women how to use that five minutes in the restroom as a sanctuary time, mm -hmm. where it's a time for you to just reset your focus to Absolutely. get re recharged to increase your confidence level mentally and emotionally mm -hmm. and physically. You can do a lot in five minutes. The Holy Ghost can do a lot in five minutes because he's not he's not constrained by time. Absolutely. The, the, the fact that I'm going to the restroom with the mind that this is my sanctuary time. This is my five minute time to plug into my power source and really begin to unlock the confidence on the inside of me. When you approach it like that, I really think that you're meeting God where you need to meet him. And then mm -hmm. he can take that five minutes and really uh, make it a transformational moment, basically, because you're coming to him with that purpose. Like you said, you purposefully stop what you're doing. 
I need to go pray. So I'm going to use the bathroom as my sanctuary. I'm going to use the bathroom as my hiding place. So God says that, you know, in the secret place of the most high, that's where we find strength. So, all, you know, what would you like to say about that, Daisy? Because that's a very practical thing that all of us can literally do right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, You know, um, sometimes we, we're in a situation and we're in the middle of a conversation that we didn't cause. And I'm trying not to engage. I'm like, it happened earlier at work this week. And I'm like, okay, I'll be back. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll be back. I just need to walk away. And then, you know, your grace is sufficient in all things, God. And he's going to protect me from everything. Even this mess right here that I'm not in. It's not my mess, but because it's in my office, I'm in the middle of it. And so I get away and just, you know, you just have to sometimes it's for your it's for self-preservation it's for self-preservation and a lot of people don't realize that well everybody's talking about it so i'm gonna be in here so i can hear i don't want to hear i don't want to hear because when you put you adopt that stuff into your body then later on it's just like you can't get rid of it because it's in your head already if you're not praying for the people that's doing that or praying for yourself to get away from it it's gonna attach to you and I don't want that added weight attached to my body because then you can't sleep. Then you feel like, you know, I should have did something about it. I should have said something about it. it it's it's ain't nothing but the devil. Just got to get right. rid of it. And so when I what I'm hearing, Coach uh, Coach Daisy, is this is really, really good. I hope the ladies have got their pen and their paper now because we're going into some real keys to unlock what's inside you. First, we have to identify what's going on with us, being self-aware. If you feel that the atmosphere has changed to toxic, you don't have to stay there in that toxic environment. You don't Mm -hmm. have to allow your ears to become trash cans. You -hmm. don't have to allow your spirit to become a trash can. You can simply say, excuse me, I need to use the restroom. I'll be back in a moment. And mm-hmm. no, no one is going to think the wise of it because everybody mm-hmm. uses the restroom. This is so powerful. And thank you for sharing this. This is literally the basis of my book, Leaders Rising the Confident Woman 21 Day Journal, where you can just take a moment, three to five minutes, and just recharge, reset, and re-energize yourself to go back out and face whatever you have to face, especially in a highly stressful um, environment such as your because you work inside of a prison every day so you know these are just some practical things uh anything you want to add to that and you know we're talking about unbalanced and balanced so we have to identify mm-hmm. when we're getting unbalanced and then how mm-hmm. to get to get back in balance wouldn't you say daisy absolutely um so we um another thing that is important for us to, to remember is um this world is clickish yes. there's clicks in every environment every environment and you have to decide am i going to be part of that click or not because um i don't do clicks <laughs> i do not do clicks right right because there's uh, most time there's nothing good that's coming of it you know and i'm like you got this click of people i mean you're talking about this person and that person what are you doing when i'm not there am, right. am i the subject of that click so i i am far as me everybody knows who i am i'm not clickish 
If you want to talk to me, we can talk on a one-on-one -on -one basis. I'm not anything that's going to add stress or I don't want to. He said, he said this and they said this and you should be on my side. Oh, no. I yeah. Don't, I, don't, and, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do pulling, that. Pulling people to this side, pulling yes. people to that side. Wow. And that's wow. stressful in itself. That is st stressful because, you know, you got people not speaking to you because I'm not a part of this click or that click, but you need to be on my side. And you know what? I'm going to say this honestly. And a lot of it, this is us as black women. This is us. Because if I, most of the environment I work in is mostly Caucasian. There's a couple of us that are Afro-American. But just because we are the same color, I can't be in your clique if I think you're wrong. Even I don't want you just to say, well, you should be with me. Or well, I think you, you know, I think you were wrong. So I can't be with you. <laughs> so, right. and I'm here to do a job. And at the end of the day, I'm going to clock out and go home. So no, don't, I just can't do it. I just, I just can't do it. So yeah, that that is so powerful. These are some practical things that go on in the workplace. Because another thing we're doing here today is we're we're laying the groundwork with some self care tips, how to mm -hmm. increase self care, and we're also laying the firm foundation for what to do in these scenarios in the mm -hmm. workplace because we're mm -hmm. improving and increasing professional development so mm -hmm. we have literally entered into a, a professional development training how mm -hmm. do you how do you carry yourself as an african-american woman or as a woman period because all right. women all women of every, of every ethnic background does this they Absolutely. have the, they have the clicks they have the have and have nots and it's all rooted in pride. And mm -hmm. so the ultimate businessman, the ultimate HR manager, he does not want us to be involved in pride or impartiality. Mm -hmm. uh, we are to be about his business, and that is about growth. And you can't grow if you cannot uh, have a good relationship and a relationship currency with, with different people. If you're wrong, right. you're wrong. If you're Absolutely. right, you're right. And that mm -hmm. should be the basis on how we form relationships in the workplace. And so, yes. you know, how, how long have you been in the prison? Um, 28 years. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. I don't, you know, you are there. God has delivered you from these migraines. He has you there. You know, he actually turned all this pain into power and into mm -hmm. profit because you're also a, the CEO of your business flourish. Flourish Bodies and Redefining um, Aging. You're the CEO of that. You're a nurse coach and you're doing all these amazing things. So talk a little bit about how he literally transitioned you from the unbalanced part portion of your life to now where you are as a balanced portion of your life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think um, for as self-care was the biggest thing for me after prayer. And um, don't be afraid to tell people no. That's another thing. Do not be afraid to tell people no, just, you know, for yourself. And um, I'm going to tell you, I live by my Google calendar. I do appointments, but I have a time slot in there for me. I put an appointment in there for me. Um, just, um, you know, oh, this is funny. I cut my hair off just for balance because I cut 12 inches of my hair off because the time frame that it took for me to do my hair. And I've been natural for 10 years to do my hair and with the migraines. That was part of it. I did that because, you know, anybody that's natural, 
you know, the tangles and all that stuff. But um, as I started on this journey, I tell everybody that God gave me this, this vision for my business. It's been two years ago. And I'm like, okay, I'm not being obedient. I better do something with this. So I started dealing with it. Some, you know, I started building it. But spiritually, it's changed me because, like I said, I work in a prison. And as a I'm nurse or even employee, they don't want you talking about God in the prison system as far as our counseling session. But let somebody bring it up. Okay. You want to talk about God? We can talk about God. If it's okay with you, we can pray. Tell me about your tell me about your godly life. Tell me about your life in the past because you're in prison now and God forgives. And I, you know, I tell my inmates when they want to talk about it, God is a forgiving God and he can change lives. He can save anybody. And I've had a couple conversations this week. I had one the other day and actually one yesterday. And I'm thinking, I said, so, you know, this poor, he's in for a long time. He may never get out, but you know what? God can still save you behind these walls. You are still human. You still deserve the right to um, to be saved and to know Jesus. So let's let's talk. You know, he was raised in the church and, you know, went, you know, straight away. But I'm like, okay, you back now. I said, let's, let's talk about this. And if that's what you want to talk about, I'm all for it. I'm not bringing it up. You brought it up. Let's go for it. And that is and it's so amazing to me that, you know, he says, oh, my God, thank you so much, Mrs. Williamson. But I feel so grateful that I can do that, even if, you know, I didn't change his life any. At least he's got that in his mind now. He knows there's something else out there. He know he knew before he came in, but now he knows he can always go to God in prayer and you can come back and talk to me anytime you want to. Just tell me you want to talk about God. We can talk. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, that goes to our next question. How do you, you know, a lot of people feel divided by ministry, business, and career. Um, and as a kingdompreneur, how can we stay balanced? How can we stay balanced when we are in an unbalanced society, when we are in an unbalanced workplace, as you mentioned you know, in the prison, they don't want you to mention God. You know, when I was teaching, of course, they don't want you to mention God in the school system. And I shared on Tuesday night in Clubhouse what I what God gave me the mind to do was back then we had when I first started, we had to write out our attendance. We had to write out our roster and I would lay hands while no one was in there on my lunch break. I would lay hands on that roster and begin to pray and intercede. I would take anointing all with me and anoint the seats and prayer was created. The atmosphere of prayer, the atmosphere of deliverance was created because number one, I was there and I ushered in the presence of the living God and people see the glory on you. They, children came up to me all the time. I don't feel good, Miss Doreen. They knew what I was going to do. They didn't mm -hmm. have to say, I want prayer, Mr. Doreen. They mm -hmm. came to me because of the glory. They mm -hmm. came to me because they saw me walk out Jesus without me talking Jesus. And all I would do is say, 
well, you know what? You might want to go to the nurse and get that check. And while I'm doing this on their shoulder, I've already prayed. I've already said, God, you sent your word to heal this young lady. You sent your word to heal this young man. And by your stripes, they are delivered. And by the time I finish patting them on the shoulder, they're going on to the nurse. And so Mm -hmm. prayer has already gone forth. And so how would you answer that for us as kingdom preneurs? You know, those of us that still feel divided between ministry ministry, business, and career. Okay, so I I do, the first thing I do in the morning is I pray. And I not only pray for myself, I pray for the inmates and for the staff every day because they may not have anybody else praying for them, but I do. And, you know, I do not want to do anything outside of the will of God. So I, you know, you have to be selective in the stuff you do and so that is that is what I do. But people, like you said, people know who you are. They know who you are and they come up to you. I want to, you know, I've had guys, I want to talk to Miss Williamson. Well, why? Well, because they know. They know if you ask to talk to me, I'm gonna pray. But we have to put ourselves in positions to be to be available to people. And that's just the way you carry yourself, the way you, I mean, um, a lot of people will say, well, um, that inmate spoke to you. Yeah, I spoke to him too. I don't, you know, what good, it doesn't cost anything to be nice or to be kind to someone. And a lot of these people don't get that. So I'm like, if you, if you speak, long as you're not acting a fool, I can talk to you back. And um, I can speak to you back. Can I talk to you? Long as it's in the right context. Yeah, you can talk to me. So, but, um, you know, as um, Kingdom Perdurage, we have to surround ourselves with people, like-minded people, yes. you know? Yes. And we, I mean, that sometimes is hard to do, but in order for us to be successful, we have to, you know, surround ourselves with like-minded people. I, 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 don't, I just don't know, at this point, I don't know any way to do, any other way to do it. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so strengthening. It's mm-hmm. so strengthening. You know, here on Confident One Incubator Podcast, we really focus on those four key elements, and we've basically covered them all today with increase of self care, increase of spiritual, professional, and business development. When you really focus and have a community like what we're building together, working together, coming together. Uh, you know, as we are uh, networking together, when you when when your when your light causes somebody else to come into your light, the light gets brighter. Oh, glory to God! The light gets brighter. Right now, you know, me and you are talking. Our light is brighter because when I'm by myself, it's bright. But now mm-hmm. I'm here with, with Miss Daisy. It's brighter. Then when we are talking to Coach Jean, what happens? It gets brighter. Right, absolutely. And, and, and then when we talk to a, a, a Pastor Alona, what happens? It gets brighter. <laughs> and guess what? When we talk to Ida, guess what happens? It gets brighter. And guess what? When we come together at the Divine Connection Network Association for the month meetings, what happens? It gets brighter. It gets brighter. And absolutely. then you draw strength 
from one another. You Absolutely. get, you, you get fine tuned and you get in position and condition to continue to serve so that you are at all times on the forefront and you are allowing other people to pour into you. That's why God created the body of Christ. Hello. Mm -hmm. He didn't yes. create us to disconnect from one another. We are the body of Christ and he did not call us just to a virtual world. That is mm -hmm. a lie from Satan. He Absolutely. called us to have fellowship with one another and with him. And God Absolutely. is not just a girl. He's not a virtual God. He's a face to face God. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's not going to sit well with a lot of people with where we're going with technology, but check your Bible. He wants us to be face to face with him. He wants us to be face to face with one another. And yes, he's using technology to advance the gospel. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like building a real relationship with people and having real conversation with people and having that one on one time with people because it strengthens you. It's part of the key key is how you build those key elements that we've been talking about the self-care the spiritual the professional the business development because you're not doing it all yourself when you say miss daisy absolutely absolutely i was thinking as you were talking i remember my grandmother saying it's time out for play it's time to be about our father's business and she said that so many times at the, as i was a young girl i'm like what is she talking about what father's business? But as I got older, we have to be about our father's business. Absolutely. Yes. And I want to share with everybody right now how they can actually watch uh, the exclusive interview that is on Confident Woman Rise TV. Yes, I said Confident Woman Rise TV. The exclusive interview is on the TV right now. You can you can download the XOD network app. You can download it right now on your Roku TV, Fire TV, Apple TV, Samsung TV, whatever smart TV that you have. You can download the app, uh, the XOD app, and you can go to the search bar where it's and type in Confident Woman Rise TV show, and you will be able to watch this exclusive interview where we go into in-depth with all of the speakers and the visionary coach, Gene Turner. This is available on demand. And of course, you can access it anytime you are uh, need to. And the feature will be Tuesday, February the 15th. So I encourage everyone to go to Confident Woman Rise TV show and watch the exclusive interview. It is amazing where we go into more in depth about this subject and other subjects with all of the speakers. And so I am very excited. How does it feel to be on TV, Miss Stacy? Oh my God. <laughs> it's wonderful. I didn't realize I was gonna ever be a star, but okay. Yes, absolutely. You are a star. You can literally see yourself on TV and you have access now to 30 million people. So congratulations Thank to you. all of the 
uh, Balanced Women Summit speakers. Congratulations to Coach Nurse Coach Jean Turner, the visionary of this amazing summit. That interview is very exclusive. It is very good where all of us are coming together to talk. So most definitely go to your uh, smart TV and download the XOD app. Go to Confident One Rise TV show and watch, watch, watch. All right. Uh, any last words, Coach, uh, Coach Daisy? No, I'm just, you know what? I shouldn't say no. I am so thankful and so grateful to be a part of a group of such wonderful women, such women, wonderful women of God. And I thank you so much. I'm having a time. And guess what, Miss Daisy? We not done yet. <laughs> Girl, we not done yet. The best is yet to come. Go ahead and drop it in the comment. Hashtag the confident woman. Come on here now. Drop it in the comment. Hashtag the confident woman. We will see you next week. And thank you for watching Confident Woman Incubator. Make sure you share. Make sure you like. And make sure you comment. Hashtag the confident woman we'll see you next week god bless you and thank you for watching thank you for listening to confident woman incubator podcast let's continue to share connect grow and build your business to unlock what's inside you Visit my website, Doreen Letsome Read, to gain instant and free webinar access to the three P's, pressure, procrastination, persistence. This free webinar is guaranteed to unlock what's inside you. It is transformational as you begin to rise as a confident woman. Make sure you visit my website, Doreen Letsom Read, and gain instant free access to the webinar, The Three P's, Pressure, Procrastination, Persistent, to unlock what's inside you. Thank you.